News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, a cull of 200,000 cows could be needed to meet climate targets. That's according to internal government documents reported in the Irish Independent this morning. And Pat McCormick is the president of the Irish Creamery Milks Suppliers Association and he joins us now. Pat, are, are those the type of um, figures that, that your members are, are on board with seeing culled? Um, you know, I suppose this, this figure is, is a figure that could be correct uh, if absolutely nothing else was done. But the reality of it is, you know, I was deeply involved in the Dairy Vision Group uh, where we set about putting together a framework uh, to deliver on our targets. And uh, there may be an opportunity there for a voluntary call. Um, It was recommended to the Minister, but by no means a 200,000 cow call necessary. Okay, Uh, because they are talking about a voluntary call, a voluntary dairy exit scheme, and they're talking about culling the dairy herd by about 10%. 65,000 cows a year, they're saying. The report coming from that was that one of the options that could be used would be a voluntary reduction scheme, uh, stroke exit scheme. Um, you know, equally, I suppose that has irritated a lot of soccer farmers out there uh, who feel that they are being foregone the opportunity uh, to play their part from an environmental impact perspective as we move forward. But, you know, that, that dairy vision group was filled with information and opportunity uh, that is coming on board in the next number of years in the form of science and, you know, whether that's low emissions, slurry spread and protected urea, high EBI, uh, methane em- emissions uh, reduction in the genetics of the herd. Uh, all these things can deliver. Okay. Uh, early early slaughtering can play a huge part as well. Pat, that, that it is unfair that, 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 that Irish, uh, the, the Irish agri-industry has, has taken steps and, and is engaging with measures that do, I, I suppose, sequester carbon or, or reduce emissions in other ways, but that you're constantly being told about a cull and, and those steps perhaps aren't, those mitigating steps aren't being taken into consideration. Um, without a doubt, it's hugely frustrating. Uh, we're the one industry with a significant roadmap. Uh, and to be, to be quite honest with you, our herd isn't any larger than it was 25, 30 years ago. Can the same be said for the transport industry? Can the same be said for the aviation industry? Um, you know, we've seen expansion in numbers and additional runways, etc. What's been um, reported in the papers, if I could just put it to you, is is that this 10% reduction in the dairy herd is now needed after successive governments encourage the dairy herd expansion. So you're saying that the expansion isn't the issue because the, the papers are reporting look, that uh, you, you, have been, you have been expanding. Well, we have since the abolition of quotas or in the last 10 years. But, you know, in the previous 10, 15, 20, 30 years of quota regulation, we saw the herd reduce and that's why I say we're not any any larger a number, a gross number, than we were uh, 30 years ago. Okay. That's, that message is critically the, lost. The, the, the 200,000 cows, if we, like, like that's just the figure being reported. I have no idea if that's the correct figure. But supposing it is the correct figure, they're saying that, that farmers will be compensated for this, this cull to the tune of 600 million euros, which seems like a lot of money. But would farmers see that as a reasonable sort of package of compensation to reduce the herd by that much? is if there is to be a scheme it needs to be a voluntary scheme that's absolutely critical because there's no point in in, in culling uh, uh, numbers from an individual who has borrowed on the back of okay. and has huge financial commitments uh, on the back of achieving a certain target that's that's taken from under them um, the next thing I suppose is that we should be investing in inf- in infrastructure that can deliver from a scientific perspective and you know whether that's uh, ruminant additive or, or whatever the case may be, low emission slurry spreaders, 
And the third thing is we should be continuing to invest in further science and research because that's absolutely critical as, as we move forward. This isn't the start. This isn't the end. Okay. This is an environmental journey and agriculture can play a significant role there. Last but Last time question and time for you. again, I suppose the finger is pointed in okay. its direction. Last question for you. You said it needs to be voluntary. Is it your understanding that, that, that farmers would be on board to cull 10% of the herd or that farmers would like to exit the, the dairy industry? Or, or supposing we, we say, here's your voluntary scheme and, and 1% of the herd is voluntarily culled. What would happen then? Well, look, some, some farmers may decide to, to go 100%. Some farmers may decide not to, not to exit at all. That is the advantage um, or the opportunity that it would be there uh, as part of a voluntary scheme. What we have to do, and I'll repeat, it's it, also is the disadvantage to, if nobody nobody exits and, and we haven't we haven't cut emissions at all. Well, look, certainly the, the the view out there is that there will be a number of farmers who will reduce and a number of farmers who will exit. Okay. Equally, there are a number of farmers in other sectors who would like the opportunity to reduce or indeed exit their industry as well. Uh, and it's not been up, afforded to right. them and that's, that's a huge disappointment. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us on that. Uh, that is Pat McCormick, who's the president of the Irish Creamery Milk Suppliers Association. A huge call, uh, 200,000 cows, Shane. Yeah. Okay, um, interesting. I'm sure it'll be uh, it'll be uh, resisted by the uh, farming lobbies. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.